0: You want to read me the title of this? Oh my gosh! Vogue magazine, February first,
1: nineteen fifty-two. Oh, this is beautiful. Wow, this is gorgeous. Yeah, these are some really beautiful dresses in this Vogue. And it's a, it's interesting to me how many of these outfits are suits. Mhm. Like I I actually had a hard time finding dresses to compare prices because most of the items shown in this Vogue are suits. Suits. Wow. Look like, oh, at this wedding dress. Wow. Like, how is that someone's waist that is insane? <laughs> that is insane. Somewhere in here, there's some ads for um, foundation garments. Oh, yeah, like right there. That's how that someone's waist. Oh, right, because, of course, they they do the... Yeah, um, you're all kind of squished in.
0: Where's the iron? Can mice and birds sew? So? Oh, Polly. No. don't ran. cut out that dress. The Where's the iron? Oh, my God, i sweating. Where's the iron? Taffeta <laughs> muslin. Ooh, I'd wear that. Is, is that, that machine, machine even threaded?
1: Testing? Yeah, you look good. Testing? Oh good. Thank you. Hi, I'm Liza. I'm the sewing one. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm the
0: writing one and you are listening to There's No Thread, the podcast that asks could they, would they, and in a super opinionated and non-objective way, should they? So whatever it is that gets sewn in the movie we are ripping into today. Nice. (laughs) Today we turn our sewing and writing eyes upon one specific episode of the TV sitcom, I Love Lucy, titled Lucy Wants New Furniture. This is episode twenty-eight of season two of *I Love Lucy*, and it aired in June of nineteen fifty-three. It was directed by William Asher and was written by Jess Oppenheimer, Madeline Pugh, and Bob Carroll Jr.
1: And the costume designer was Eloise Jensen. Do you think it's Eloise or is it No? There's no e on the end, so I think it's Eloise. Interesting. In fact, I'll say it again. Eloise Jensen. Lucy tries to sew a dress in this one, and we're gonna talk about it. Megan, who is in this episode and what do they do? We have Lucy, uh, is played by Lucille Ball, obviously. Ricky
0: Ricardo is played by Desi, and then Vivian Vance as Ethel, and William Frawley as Fred. Um, I think everybody knows the general setup of I Love Lucy, but Lucy and Ricky are a couple, Ethel and Fred live next door, and antics ensue
1: for many, many seasons. <laughs> Megan, I feel crazy asking you this question, but have you seen I Love Lucy before? Yes. Okay, good. good. Yeah. Um, I assume that everyone has, but maybe not anymore. I don't know. And I will
0: say there's been kind of a resurgence of Lucy love between the Nicole Kidman movie and also the documentary that just came out about them, um, which I did watch. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah. I'll to, maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. Of course, I can't remember what it's called, but um, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I used Which to see it a bunch sweet. on like daytime television in the summers. And then um, in the early 2000s when we had a TiVo, that was what the TiVo got for us was like Globe Globetracker and I Love Lucy. Oh, nice. <laughs> <That was it. laughs> so I haven't seen one in a while, but um, definitely had. And it was interesting watching this again this time because um, and researching about it, because there was a lot of stuff that I just did not catch when I was a kid. Like what job did Ethel and Fred used to have? No idea. No idea, right? I had no idea either. Apparently, they're retired vaudevillian actors. (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) Also, um, who is the landlord in the building? No idea. It's Ethel and Fred. (laughs) Wait, really? Yes, they're the landlords. I missed that completely when I was a kid. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that either. Actually, where are we even supposed to be? We're in New York. New York, okay. We're in an apartment, at least in this season. Later, they moved to other places, but... We're in an apartment in New York, and um, they uh, they do give an address, but it's like the numbers run out in the real street before you get to their fictional street address. Uh-huh. All right, so, listener, we're just people in the world who have experienced Lucy and Ethel because we're people in the world. Yeah. We are not I Love Lucy experts. And there are, yeah, and there are a lot of them. Yeah, and well, and just as humans in the world, yeah, you get exposed to a certain level of Ethel and Fred and Lucy mm-hmm. and Ricky and... Yeah, you just can't help it, I think. especially
0: when you like when Lucy reminds you of your grandma. Which I don't know if that's like an across-the-board thing. Like everyone's like, oh, Lucy reminds me of my grandma, but doesn't Lucy remind you of that's Helen? a good question. Yeah, yeah, I
1: wonder if everyone watches this and thinks that's my grandma. Yeah, because I I did, I did too. Like um, when she would make that like Ugh, face, like like when she was like. Like a disappointment face yes. or something. Like ooh, like a ring She would nose. totally do that, and that you kind of do thing. that. You do that. Oh, like well, I said, I didn't you know it. <laughs> are like one degree away from Lucy. You're our family's Lucy. Well, that's funny because my favorite character on the show is Ethel. Yeah, totally. I, I can see that because she is the older one who is supposed to be more mature and sensible and stable, but she is so quick to jump into Lucy's crazy schemes. Yeah, she's she's an she instigator. Is not yeah. She's, yeah, she's not responsible. She's not more mature than Lucy. Yeah. None of that. She's, like, right in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of brilliant. Like, she lets Lucy kind of come up with the thing and then take the fall for the thing. But she Mm. kind of jumps on board when it's party time. Yeah, she's fully
1: in the thing. Yeah. I wanted to know more about Vivian Vance, who played Ethel. So I read a book called Meet the Mertzes, which is by Rob Edelman and Audrey Kupferberg. Oh, that sounds cool. It was not cool. Oh, no. It was boring. Bummer, bro. Like, so much to work with there. How? And now this is the thing. Like, I Love Lucy has so permeated our culture that there are tons of books about Lucille Ball, about Lucy and Ricky, about the show, about everything. But when I was just doing, like, I was just looking through the online catalog at my public library. And um, this was the only book that came up about Vivian Vance. And it's not even specifically about her. It's about her and Bill Frawley. Mm. What I learned from the book was that they hated each other, <gasps> which is so sad because they're so cute. It's yeah. Like a cute old couple. But they loathed each other, like to the point where Vivian Vance turned down spinoff projects because she didn't want to work with him anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. I wonder Why? Uh well I mean read the book you'll find out why oh okay they they were awful to each other <laughs> oh god but anyway this is my challenge to the world is we need a book that's about Vivian Vance and that doesn't continue to lock her into a relationship with William Frawley totally not only was that her professional life and um you know what she is known for but also like even within the confines of this book she's still with this man who she hated yes, and hated yes. her yes but uh, Vivian Vance was a it was a showgirl and an actress, and, like, there are lots of uh, pictures of her looking really beautiful out there in the internet. It's really fun to see her, you know, not as Ethel. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how old she was as Ethel? She was only two years older than Lucille Ball. How old was Lucille? Um, I think that she was in her very early 40s. When it started? Yeah. And
0: then it ran for, what, 10 years or something?
1: It ran from 51 to 57. Oh, so six years. Was, um, that, was that five years? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not our years. problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't have to do the math. <laughs> you know, I figure out all my math before the podcast. Mm, no I math know.
0: on the fly. I like to do improv math. <laughs> like I don't know what's coming till it works its way into the conversation,
1: and then I don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Megan, you have seen it before. Do you feel like you've seen every episode of Lucy? Because I kind of feel like I have, but I'm oh I don't no, know. N- not at all.
0: Okay. I feel like it's been on, and I I mean full disclosure I actually don't like love the, like I don't really seek that show out
1: yes it's and intense for me to watch actually I really like this episode in particular because Lucy and Ethel don't fight um there are other episodes where they argue with each other and it's so it's such a bummer oh no I mean I um sometimes I'm like
0: do I not get comedy <laughs> <laughs> i mean like a lot of times when i'm watching i love lucy i'm very impressed i i understand that it takes so much to execute these episodes tv episode tv is so hard especially at that time and i'm also just like i don't seek it out um and the the level of energy <laughs> kind of overwhelms me did you like this episode i did i mean like did you laugh out loud at all uh... <laughs> I think I think I did when she came out, you know, with her perm and stuff, um, and her her dress. Actually, strangely, her dress was not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, it could have been worse. I was kind of. I her dress came out, and I was like, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but which maybe just like also she's she's got such a striking figure and like she stands very no like she has like a such a um sophisticated way of standing just yeah as the time period i think yeah. even when they try to be i mean i think because
1: both of them are like all four of them are trained in dance so yes they both have, like, you can good tell yeah. yeah like their
0: chests are open their shoulders are back and i'm like oh lucy looks incredible even in this dress yeah, this, um, and
1: the silly hair and everything
0: oh i did laugh out loud at one part, part when she said um what's a bobbin Oh yes, and then she's like, "Oh," and and then she looks, turns on the sewing machine, and the thing she goes, "Oh, this is a bobbin because it's popping up and down." It's <laughs> like, did
1: I did I write this joke? <laughs> it's amazing. So you like the sewing pun? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why don't you kind of say like what happens in this episode, or did you do a log line or summary or anything? I did. I just did a quick. It's so straightforward. The log line. Yeah. That it
0: wasn't really like I could do a play on it, so I just said um, to save money for furniture. Um. <laughs> Oh, oh! It's the same money for furniture. <laughs> Lucy tries her hand at making her own clothes, but yeah, uh, I did love when she walked out at the beginning. I mean, I did really like this episode. And disclaimer: I do like I love Lucy. I don't want that to like get out into the world as like a thing. <laughs> I don't think anybody would be mad at you if you didn't like it. Um, because I have so much. There were so many. Like, I think one marker of when something is really good is even if the actual process of watching it is kind of like, you know, it's good, fine, but it like pops up in your head like, in weird times, and just, I love that about anything, whether it's kind of good or bad, you still will think about it randomly later. Yeah, I love when she comes out at the beginning, and it's just, like, she just, for no particular reason, is just over the furniture. She can't live with this furniture for another day. It's, (laughs) it's, I think it is actually new, or fairly new in the, in the um, episode, but it doesn't matter, because she, it's, like, the worst thing she's ever seen. So, yeah, she wants to buy new furniture, she, uh, Desi says no. So she goes and she buys it secretly anyway and it gets well, delivered.
1: before this episode starts, she has bought the furniture. Oh, she's bought it already before it starts? Yeah. Okay. So she is getting permission now to get the new furniture that she has already bought. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Cause then it shows up as he's leaving for work and, but he yeah. doesn't actually see it.
1: Yeah. Now the furniture that they have, you're right. It is new. I looked into this a little bit, a couple episodes before this episode, um, she had won a new that new furniture set, oh. the one that there is currently in their house that she's replacing. That's what I was
0: wondering because I was like, did they buy this? Yeah. Okay. So and she so, won
1: it. Like Fred has a line about like I'm looking for the price tag on the coffee table because it's brand new, and it it's because they did just get that that set. Yeah. So it is brand new. So there's really no reason for her to be getting new, new furniture, which is part of why Ricky says no. In addition to the fact that like. How often do you need to buy new furniture in your entire life? Right, right. (laughs) The episode is various different ways that she is trying to economize. And really the only ways
0: she can economize are with her beauty regime and her clothing regime.
1: Yes. Now, Lucy (laughs) gets an allowance, which they refer to, but they never say how much it is. Yeah. And I looked, I tried to find online, I Love Lucy is such a big deal. It was like some I Love Lucy nerd out there has figured out what her allowance is, but I couldn't find it. So I don't know what her specific allowance is. Also, what is two ninety nine worth in nineteen fifty three? I found out. Okay.
0: But first, before he discovers the furniture, she hides it, which is just like a beautifully slapstick, perfect yes. live sitcom scene <laughs> where she shoves it into the kitchen. I also was really surprised by how sl- strangely modern the furniture was. Like it was in sectionals and mm-hmm. it was really e- easy to push. Like a real couch is kind of not movable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ricky comes home and they have dinner in the living room. And then he slowly comes to realize that the furniture is.
1: Yes. And both of them have a really great sl- Stick moment separately of running full tilt into the kitchen door and bouncing off it yes. because the there's a couch, on the, couch is on the other side <laughs> <laughs> and they're used to barreling straight through into their kitchen. Yeah. And they both like ricochet off it. Each of them does this separately during the episode. It's really funny.
0: I also really like when Ricky jumps through the thing and hides behind the door and like startles her when she comes around yes. for the last time.
1: And I love how she kept running through Ethel and Fred's apartment. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ethel and Fred's apartment, they share an outdoor, um, a looks like a brick balcony or something, or a patio area. Both of their kitchens open onto that. So she's able to run through Ethel's apartment, out Ethel's kitchen, into her own kitchen, get the things that Ricky keeps asking for for dinner, and then run back out and come back yeah. around through their apartment and into her own apartment. And I, yeah,
0: anything thing he asked for, they just happen to be out of. So he has to go get it from Ethel. She has to go get it from Ethel. Though. Yeah. Including butter. Oh, I love when she says... I also laughed out loud when she says, butter...
1: Oh. He asked for butter and she was like, why do you want? And she's like, to put it on my bread. And- oh, yeah. I wanted to point out. So um, Lucy and and uh, Ricky on this show, this is the first interracial couple on television. Mm-hmm. And it was a big thing, uh, a big deal. So like Ricky and, and Lucy owned Desi Lu Studios, but they still had to answer to people like, I, I mean, I guess whoever was providing the money. Um, and the people who were providing the money had said, we want you to cast a a white man to be your, you know, your husband. We're not sure if America's ready. And Lucy was really insistent. Like, it must be my actual husband. Yeah. I want him to be working here with me in Los Angeles. We're not going to film this in New York, and I want him to be here with me. I don't want him to be on tour with his band all around the country. Yeah. This show needs to be me and him together. And so they had a run at a theater in, in New York, uh, where the two of them did um, like it was kind of like a vaudeville thing. Like they did acts together, and the audiences loved it. Of and they were doing their acts together as husband and wife to prove that audiences would like it. Yeah. And and sure enough, they did. And so then the the whoever whoever was getting in their way of Desi being cast at that point was like, okay, you have proven to me that this can make money.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: But yeah, that was our that was TV's first. Um, I can't remember. Interracial she, couple. Was yeah. she famous? She was famous first, and she, she was famous. And he yeah. was famous for
0: being a musician, right? She
1: had an RKO or like a radio show okay. called "My Favorite Husband," where it was her and a you know white actor as her husband. She had wanted Desi for that too, and it had been told no. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. And um, you know, he was a known name also, but as a you know musician. Yeah. So they really had to like prove that not only was America ready, but also you know, yes, money people you can make money. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Yes, which has been the case for like every advancement of any people. Yeah. It's like,
1: yeah, nobody's gonna watch
0: that. Nobody's gonna like that. And it's like, oh actually actually there's a huge audience for everything. Yeah. And yeah. everyone the audience is ready. Yeah. You just have to be ready you just to have give to, it to them. do it. Yeah. You just have to stop being racist. Yes.
1: Yeah. So there are a bunch of really wonderful moments like the the thing with like the you know, I want some butter. What do you want that for? I thought I'd put it on my bread. I'll never get used to your strange Cuban dishes. Yes, <laughs> and um, there's another one where she, he's he says you have to cut down on your extravaganzas
0: Yes, and, and then she, she repeats. I it. did laugh a lot at yeah. that. Yeah,
1: and it's really delightful. What extravaganzas? Because she's yeah. not she like she's not mocking. Yeah, she's but she is repeating it, and it kind of gives like the audience like a like gentle permission to also laugh at it, but also like enjoy it. Like, yes, yes, <laughs> their their banter together is really fun. It is they're cute they're cute they're both really cute yeah (laughs) i'm like oh are they are they younger than me now (laughs) how i guess i are we almost the same age he was younger Mm. so he is probably younger than you are now wow yeah wild she's probably right around your age now Mm. Mm. yeah crazy yeah and then vivian vance was just two years older than her wow so vivian vance is younger than me now yeah yeah, cuz you're you're pretty old. I'm I'm like a... popwebs and dust and dust she's about to disintegrate into a pile of dust. I'm just wrapped up in my shroud over here. <laughs> uh, now, okay. Why won't Ricky let her get new furniture? Well, let me tell you. Their rent, I looked this up cuz this is something you can find online. The rent that they pay on their apartment. Which seems to be a one-bedroom, one-bath. Mm-hmm. It's in New York. They've just moved into a new place in this episode, so there's a great camera pan moment where we get we kind of go through walls to see their whole apartment. They now have a, a little room for the baby. So it must um, be a two-bedroom. So yeah. let's say it's a two-bedroom, one-bath. I don't know if it's on the first floor. I always imagine that it's upstairs somewhere. Well, but so they have do a... have that brick patio, yeah. so that seems like a ground floor. Yeah. Thing. The rent on their apartment is 150 per month. Wow. That's 150 per month in 1953. Nowadays, do you want to take a stab at how much that might be? Actually, tell me what do you guess is a median rent for New York for like a two-bedroom, one-bath now?
0: Oh, well, having just had this conversation with New Yorkers potentially moving to LA, uh, I think it's probably like 3,800 or 4,000, something like that.
1: That's what I guess. Like it's yeah, it's, it's too damn high. It's too damn high. So uh, if we do the inflation calculator on $150 in 1953 to uh, what it would be now, it's $1,661 per month. That's their rent. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, New York wasn't as crazy then at all. I know. Uh, the, the rent has uh, outpaced inflation, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Wild. Right? Okay. But if we think about it, the, the furniture costs $299. We know that. Mhm. She has just spent two months rent on this furniture. Oh. Yeah. 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 Like that's why <laughs> that would be like that's why this is not cool. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Totally. That's why this is a problem. You bought a sofa recently?
0: I did, but it was um it was like marked down from like 1500 to mm-hmm. like 800, which still felt kind of like, oh damn. Yeah. But I do when I look at like real classy furniture, I'm like, oh, like, easily people
1: spend yeah,
0: three grand on, like, a nice couch or yeah. something. Was... But, like, would definitely talk to the person that they're taking the oh money from. Oh, my God. From. Can
1: you imagine <laughs> just being like, oh, hey, I just bought something we don't need and spent two months rent on it.
0: Yeah. It's different, too, though, because, like, I have my own income and uh, she doesn't. So... But, like, you still wouldn't do that, would you? I don't... I mean... <laughs> But I wouldn't be spending someone else's money. But then, you know, it was different back then because she couldn't work. And you you were always spending your husband's money and she was taking care of the kid.
1: And if it falls under the the umbrella of household expenses, she was in charge of that.
0: Yeah. But it was, I mean, it's so kind of paternalistic the way that, like, she has an allowance and she has to run everything by Ricky. And, like, it was like she was talking to her father in so many instances instead of her husband. She did
1: call him sir a couple times. Yeah. It is kind of a weird thing of, like, no, she should not have to ask permission as if he is her father. But, yes, that's a huge expense for the household. Yeah. No, totally.
0: (laughs) Totally. It was so much money. And, uh, you know, technically, he's the only one bringing in money so he's got to keep a uh, reins on the cost but um i always i mean i was thinking to myself i was like what what does ricky spend money on that is like a non-negotiable
1: yeah. know, cost that she could never say
0: don't do that anymore well,
1: the, the funny thing about ricky um lecturing her about being more responsible with money is he's kind of known in the show for also being uh, flamboyant, a kind flamboyant of spender. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I loved the moment of horror when she says that she's been washing his suit in the sink, mm. and he like he looks so genuinely horror stricken, right, that she's messed up one of his uh, nice suits. Of course, <laughs> and yeah. he's probably like, that's probably one of the things that he spends money on is like lots of beautiful suits. Yep. Yeah, and those that's... because he needs them for the club. Like that's his of wardrobe, course. his
0: professional wardrobe. But she's like, I need this to be comfortable in my own home. Like, there's an argument for everything. <laughs>
1: Um, all right, before we get into could we sew it. Uh, have you ever been to the lot, which is what Desi Lu Studio is now? It's, it's called the Lot. Mm, I don't think so. It is right here in Hollywood. It still exists. Is it the like Paramount or No, it's it's called The Lot. The Lot. Yeah, it was a weird name, but um, Crazy No. Where yeah, is it? It's um it's right at Santa Monica in Formosa. But there's another like
0: there was a studio down that street that I went to Um, and I
1: think it was called the lot. Yeah. Yeah. The lot. Okay. So you've been on the lot, quite quite literally on the lot (laughs) and also other lots. Oh, uh, you know, um, listener, uh, Megan's about to move. Mm. We're going to keep doing the podcast. Uh, I have, I'm going to learn how to do it remotely. Just, yeah just awesome let's just learn one more thing i know um but um Liz's
0: favorite thing is adding more technological prowess to her oh boy. to her arsenal of things she's yeah. learned
1: I, mean, I guess i might as well learn a bunch of stuff well, my my goal for this episode is to try and make megan cry now however i've already cried she's like... already cried today so <laughs> this is not going to be the cool challenge i thought it was going to be the seal's broken <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i actually cried yesterday and it wasn't about you leaving it was i was uh, in ballet class and i just like i had that moment of like this this class is so above my level oh no and it was like that thing where like you can't even fake it like you can't do the thing
0: oh but also, why that? Like, you
1: can't even fake it <laughs> I, was Liza, just...
0: I, I see you as never having any doubt whatsoever. And then,
1: uh, then, yeah, I was like, oh, I feel it coming. And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I'm doing this. I was just bragging about how I'm so grown up now and I don't cry in ballet class. <laughs> 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 what is happening to me? Oh, my God. I know not feeling in control of your emotions is the worst.
0: And as someone who's like someone emotional, I have these moments all the time where I'm like, Especially now I'm going through this big change where I'm just like, stop it. There's all those things you can't control, you can't control. How much... Like tears go back yeah, in the head. Yeah, how, how much time there. it's going to take. How hard... It is hard to move. It is just <laughs> hard to move. <laughs> just get it together. And then I'm just like, put this and that. And,
1: yeah, uh, so, yeah, that was going to be a special treat for you, listeners. I was going to make Megan cry and, um, you know.
0: But you... It already happened. She, yeah, she... Basically, all <laughs> I had
1: to do was just show up. <laughs> Um, um, all right. I want to talk a little bit about Alois Jensen, who is the costume designer. I found some neat stuff about her. So, um, she was not the costume designer for the very first season of I Love Lucy. Apparently they didn't have the money together yet to have a costume designer, which is a weird thing to say. Cause I'm like, but you are wearing clothing. Yeah. And somebody had to organize that. So you had a costume designer. Do you think they just showed up in their clothes? Like was Lucy just stylish enough that she was just wearing her nice dresses? Still somebody has to organize it. Somebody's yeah. gotta get it on the rack and make sure you have shoes and, and like it's in a the script. And also
0: because the outfits are such crucial so crucial to the story a lot of times.
1: I mean, I think it's entire it is entirely possible that like they could have said to Fred and to Ricky, we want you both in light colored suits. Or we want you both in dark colored suits. Yeah wear dress shoes or wear casual shoes like they could have it's possible somebody but you know I mean that's that's costume design like some whoever is saying that to them they are the costume designer right and do they have wardrobe for like
0: ironing and like making sure everything looked good like you have to basically be camera ready and step yeah. out with your outfit on you can't have like creases in your pants or
1: yeah so I have no idea yeah. I think that's a very weird thing I, I kept looking into like okay but who costume design season one and they were and everything said like mysterious silence <laughs> crazy So then Alois Jensen came on. She had worked with Lucy before. She had had a contract she couldn't get out of. So she came in for the 53-54 season. So Alois Jensen did two seasons of this show. She was being paid $100 per episode. So in 2023 money, that's $1,115 per episode. So if we multiply that by 35 episodes that she had in her season, that's um, like, let's round that up to $40,000. I looked up Jeez. I looked up what does what is the average pay for an IaTe costume designer? Ayahtsey is uh International Alliance of Theater and Stage Entertainers. I mean, you're in it, Lisa, so what is it? I am in Iahtsee, so I should know that. <laughs> you and everyone you know is an Iahtze. Let's just look up what's IaTe real quick. IaTi is International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. So that means um movies and television it also means theater so the number that that the they had on their website for a costume designer is $51,000 but that is including costume designers for movies costume designers for tv costume designers for broadway like it's got to be it's much it's a
0: range it's going to be much higher for movies
1: 51,000
0: for the whole movie uh for a year pay Oh, so, well, certainly that's... Yeah. Yeah, So the, that, theater really brings down the average. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay, so in, in 2023, that's 51,000 is what IOTC reports as like a median, like just the middle for all IOTC costume designers. So, okay, so let's get back to Aloy's. The, the first season that she did of Isle of Lucy, she was making approximately $40,000. The second season that she worked, she asked for 150 per episode, which was, which came out to being about $53,000 per year for her year, like a yearly income. And then uh, she asked for the third season that she wanted to do. She asked to go up to $200 per episode and which would have been $68,000 for a yearly income. And they replaced her. (gasps) They were like, nope, that's too much. Wow. And yeah, and she was right on average. Right on average. Yeah. Current average. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were like, you're out of here. And they got um, another designer who was stayed with them for the rest of the time. And I I think when you when you think of I Love Lucy, a lot of the iconic outfits are his designs. But Alois Jensen, like you can find a lot of really lovely sketches. I'll post them on the Instagram of like her and Lucy looking at a sketch together, and Lucy's wearing a dress. And then I found a picture of the sketch of the dress that Lucy's wearing in the picture where they're looking at a sketch together. Oh, cool. Yeah, so Alois Jensen also, this is wild to me. In 1983, she was nominated for a shared Academy Award for costume design for TRON, which she shared with Rosanna Norton, who we talked about before, because Rosanna Norton did Carrie. Shut up, small world. So uh, the costume designer for I Love Lucy went on to work on TRON. tron's really bringing people together i know and especially like a real surprise to like me.
0: very female oriented like <laughs> movies of i mean pro, heavily female unexpected projects. i yeah. really that,
1: like that's a range yeah it is from a range. all of this cute these cute uh 50s uh house dresses and stuff and 70s you know prom dresses yeah but that's costume design for you yeah i, I just thought that was really interesting about like you know they were just like uh uh-uh, you're reaching too far yeah you're out of here
0: yeah, and they didn't even just say no; they fired her. Yeah,
1: they didn't say we're going to keep you at one hundred fifty, or maybe they did, and she was like, "No," because she she had taken a pay cut to do the TV show. Cause mm. She had been working on movies. Yeah, yeah, and I think she was probably just trying to get back up to like,
0: you know. And it's crazy because TV was a step down then. Of course, now TV is really well, where it's at. well regarded. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, it's where it's at. Yeah.
1: All right, so let's look at could could Lucy sew this dress? Okay. So, the the way she's trying to economize to pay back Ricky for the furniture that she has already purchased, is um, various household e- economizing, such as feeding him a very tiny breakfast, doing her own home perm, and sewing a dress. Yeah,
0: making her own clothes, so she doesn't buy the normal amount of. Yeah. Outfits that
1: she wouldn't. So she's got a party coming up at the club. Mm -hmm. The carols are hosting a party at the club. And so that's, so she, in normal time situations, she would buy a new dress for the party and get her hair done at the salon. So she's economizing by doing neither of those things at, (laughs) at, you know, not not having a professional do either of those. She's doing them them at
0: home. Another lesson is time is money because no matter what happens, (laughs) you're going to save money. You're going to spend a lot of time.
1: Yeah. Okay. So could Lucy really sew this dress? Um, uh, I just feel like I feel so disorganized. It's okay. I am, I am so, too. <laughs> it's also funny. This is like a, like 22 minutes of content and I feel like I can't explain it.
0: No, it's 22 minutes of content. and I feel like okay. I did better
1: with a two hour movie.
0: Yeah. Well, I sort of felt like this plot was lacking a little bit just because it takes so long to get to the thing that she has to do. And then that part isn't, like, drawn out quite as long as it kind of needs to be. And then the resolution is just Ricky he decides she, he doesn't want to make her suffer anymore. Yeah. Like, he has to sort of, like, punish her to a degree... But yeah, I mean, the the, kind of the best part of it is the whole slapstick kind of section where they're eating and they're running around and trying to, like, he she's trying to hide from him that she's got the furniture stored.
1: It is, like, just so many layers of scheme before we get to the funny payoff moment of her looking ridiculous in a dress with crazy hair. Yes.
0: And then he just decides, okay, that's enough. I'll let you keep the furniture. Yeah. Like, there's not really any huge turn there. But it's, you know, they do a lot for 22 minutes.
1: Yeah, they really do a lot. (laughs) So she's going to sew a dress and get her hair well she's going she's going to do her hair and, and yeah, sew so a she's dress not going to p- spend money the club, to get a permanent for the and party she's not going to spend money to get a dress yeah. she's going to do both them at home so the the question is could she uh sew this dress within the time frame of the that she's given in the TV show and uh well she's got some issues she's got the time she's got materials she's got Her utter lack of experience is a huge issue.
0: Didn't you think that was ridiculous? How does a woman in the fifties not know how to make a dress? Isn't that like
1: part of? And it's her and Ethel. Ethel steps in and says, "I've never done this either." Yeah. Um, Is that realistic? I think um, that because Ethel is a retired vaudevillian actress. Okay. Which we didn't know, but
0: (laughs) you don't know from watching this. Apparently, (laughs) glad we have that. Apparently, it is known. I just missed
1: it because I was a child. And Lucy wants that life. The overriding thing of this whole show is Lucy trying to be in the show at yeah. Ricky's Club. Like, she's a—it doesn't come up in this episode. Which
0: I love. That is such a modern—it's
1: <laughs> such a—like, <laughs> mo-
0: just unabashedly trying to be successful.
1: Yeah. It's, and looking yeah. at this—like, looking in the research, I was kind of like, why did she think she should be in the show? Like, is she trained? And then, like, looking into it, I was like, it's like, no. Like, they make it clear in a couple episodes that, like, she can't sing. Sometimes she can dance, sometimes she can't. They're inconsistent with that. Yeah. But, like, there's no reason why she should think that she should be in the well, show. Well, she's just
0: like, I'm great. I should be famous. That is a, a stance that has not changed for many <laughs> <laughs> generations
1: of, of uh, aspiring performers. And she's, she's probably also like, I don't understand. My husband could just put me in the show. Yes. And, but he won't because he's mean. And it's like, well, maybe he won't because you're not good. You're not good. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> but yeah, I think that maybe Ethel and maybe Lucy ha- have an attitude of like, I don't make clothes. I am given costumes to wear. Right. Yeah, I don't make clothes. I am clothes. I, I, I wear the clothes. <laughs> I wear the clothes in this relationship. <laughs>
0: what? You know that I wear the pants. In that this old saying, yeah. I wear
1: the clothes in this relationship. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I the clothes. When else makes them? Yeah, I mean, there's in this era, it doesn't that whole thing of like, oh, I don't sew. Sewing is for domestic homebodies. Like Seems that didn't. Weird. I don't think that yeah. existed in the 50s. Totally did. But maybe if you were a performer, or a retired performer, or a yeah. wannabe performer, maybe for that reason, they don't know how to sew.
0: Yeah, it seemed like a real bending of
1: reality to fit the plot, but yeah, we, we we'll go with it. Yeah. So neither of them know how to sew. I don't remember what we were talking about before we got. Oh into that. well, the
0: could could oh yeah, could
1: they? So yeah, so like her utter lack of experience is going to be a major issue, and then um just the fact that commercial patterns are their own specific skill, like they're not intuitive, and then the, the there was no pattern either. Oh no, well, yeah, I'll get into that, and then the other question is like, does the money even make sense? So, so these are the things I'm going to talk about. Okay. So all right, so time. So we actually are told really specifically by the show that she makes this dress in five hours. Right. Yeah, she so you she's that. had
0: her perm on for five hours. Yes. And I was like, oop, that's the time thing. Liza didn't note that.
1: Yeah. Lucy uh, decides she's going to be really serious about this dress project, so she rents a sewing machine. Now, I looked up how much would it cost to rent a sewing machine now just to see, like, does it feel expensive? I didn't reverse inflation calculate it, but, like, just what percentage of it would it be for, like you know, my life now. And, let's see where I wrote that down. Somewhere around here, okay. So you can rent an industrial sewing machine for like $45 a month. Huh. A lot of times when, a or, or like 180 for four months. Um, I've never worked in this situation, but a lot of times in a, for a movie, they will set up a, a, a big, like it's like they create a costume shop mm-hmm. rather than working out of an existing costume shop. So the um, costume design team would do something like this of like renting a bunch of industrial machines. Okay. So in Los Angeles, renting a, an industrial machine is a thing. Now the one she's using is not an industrial, it's just a home sewer. So then I looked up, like, can you rent a home sewing machine? And now you can't, I didn't see any like real source for that. And part of that is because they are so inexpensive right? Might I might as well just say. buy one. How much are they now? You can get like a low level one for like $120. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's not nothing, but it's uh considering all they can do and that you could have that one for your entire life. Well, and the overhead of like running a rental company
0: and actually like renting out things. Yeah, you
1: don't want to rent out something that's that expensive. That yeah. It would be there would be
0: no profit there.
1: Yeah. So now Lucy does not want to own a sewing machine cuz she never wants to do this again. She wants to buy dresses. <laughs> and never apparently has <laughs> done it before. So <laughs>
0: What is this thing? So that
1: whole thing about renting a sewing machine it was interesting, but it, it's also kind of funny of, like, you can't borrow one, well, she can't borrow one from Ethel, because Ethel doesn't sew. She's not any of the friends, right? And, well, she does have, like, there's some, I don't remember if it's this early in the season, but there's another friend named, like, Caroline. Mm. Caroline's kind of, like, better than them, and they're always like, ugh, Caroline. She she's always perfect and beautiful so like maybe they don't want to borrow her sewing machine because they
0: don't want to let her know that they're not they don't
1: yeah they don't want want her to know that they're struggling they're struggling straight drugs <laughs> struggle plus um, uh,
0: but uh, she must be suspicious that lucy is struggling in all on all cylinders yeah that's
1: why lucy's not gonna ever ask her because she's like i don't want to give her proof <laughs> yeah my existence is proof that i'm struggling yeah uh, if her name is Caroline, that's just what I remember. Cause you know I watched this as a bunch as a kid. Yeah, and, we'll call uh, her Caroline. You know yeah.
0: what? If if is wrong, then
1: just don't worry about it. Yeah. If you know what the real name is, then you're awesome. Leave it in your private star review. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, we're still welcoming those <laughs> if you've got any. All right. So then, okay. So she she has five hours. We know that because of the perm. Okay. So I also, I actually, also looked up a perm. Mm, yeah, I was curious about that. So, like, a perm is, like, $80 now. Wow. Which is, you know, for a salon yeah. thing, that's not that much. Like, I'm nor
0: saying, wow, but, like, who's voluntarily getting a perm?
1: Now, she might also, when she says a perm, what she might be referring to is just getting her hair set, mm. which is something that, like you know, older ladies would do, um, on a weekly basis, just go and get their hair set. Uh, We
0: used to take my grandma to get her hair done on every Saturday and then we'll just sit there all week.
1: Yeah. So she might be referring to that. She might not be referring to a perm in the way that we think of a perm. Right. Like the eighties perm. Yeah. You can also buy a home perm on Amazon. I looked that up for about 15 bucks.
0: Liza, will you do a home perm as an experiment?
1: No, I will not. (laughs) I won't either. (laughs) (laughs) That just, I mean... It is delightful that Lucy went ahead and did that because just what a what a scary nightmare. Yeah, so that must have been
0: really cheap to do a home perm if it's $15 now.
1: Yeah, and I'm also, like, if she if she she did this perm, left it on for five hours, wouldn't her hair just be broken? I feel like she would take the curlers
0: out and the hair would the just hair come out come with off. the curler. Like, it would yeah. be all wrapped and it would just be like a...
1: I mean, the way it looked, like, it was very Little Orphan Annie, especially with the, the dress had that collar. Yeah. Um, It was uh kind of cute and fun. It was. I mean, if she had combed it out and stuff, it, there was potential
0: there for whatever had happened to her yeah. hair.
1: And it, it hadn't broken off as it probably would really. So that's... Yeah. That's some nice TV magic for us. Yeah. It's just like a, a scary idea. Yeah. Say no to
0: home perm. Somebody <laughs> comes at you and is like, let me give you a home perm like I just did to my own sister. Don't yeah. say yes.
1: All right. So she's rented the machine. She got fabric somewhere from somewhere. Mm. We don't... We never see that happen. That's money. She's spending money on the rental. She's spending money on the fabric. Yeah, which fabric would have been
0: more expensive back then, right?
1: uh, Less expensive in comparison to a dress.
0: Okay, right, right, we talked about that, yeah.
1: Um, And then the pattern, uh, we see Lucy laying some kind of paper down. It does not look like the very thin tissue that a sewing pattern is made of. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying to indicate. If this is a prop that's meant to represent this is a regular commercial pattern. Or if they're trying to say uh, she borrowed a homemade paper pattern from I mean, somebody. I think she
0: approached it the same way I approached dressmaking and also the Grinch costume. It's like, if you just cut it in the shape that you want it to be, you will then have a dress. But how would
1: you get that paper? Uh,
0: I think you just put something down to make it look like you know
1: what you're doing. <laughs> so you think that she, she had, like, a roll of brown craft paper, and she just drew a dress I bet shape. she got that parchment paper from the kitchen. Okay, so she... It. I like this. Okay, so she got her parchment paper for cooking. She was like, this looks she like... She laid it out on the yeah. table. She traced out a dress shape in general. Right. And then she just took it over to the floor where she had laid her fabric down, and she yes. started cutting it out. With an x knife, which she then with cut With a razor the, blade, with yeah. With a razor blade, which I was like, I like this. That I'm glad you brought that up, because one of the uh, issues with her materials is that she doesn't seem to have uh, fabric scissors. She has manicure scissors and then she switched, they're too small, so she switches over to a razor blade. Mm, That was funny. Megan, do you own scissors? Yes. What are they like? Are they manicure scissors?
0: (laughs) I bought like a
1: scissor set and I have no
0: idea why, but they've come in handy. I've lost, there were like five. I think I'm down to maybe one or two. Is
1: it like a kitchen scissor and a yeah and like a fabric type kind of like a craft or like a paper scissors yeah i wouldn't go so like far a craft to say scissor, fabric. yeah
0: so i do have scissors weirdly it'll come up that like i need scissors for something
1: yeah i mean it's a good household thing watching this and thinking about it i was like this is what i should give people for housewarming is yeah like scissors because you if you don't live in that world you would never think to buy them but you they are really useful and when you need scissors you, there's no substitute nothing else will there's like no <laughs> you really can't use a razor blade and for you most can't use things. a knife. Like you'd be like, <laughs> let me use a knife, and then you're like,
0: let me cut off my entire hand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because
0: that's what ends up happening. Yeah. When you substitute for scissors. P.S.A. Guys, just get some scissors right now. Just get now.
1: some scissors. We'll put a link to scissors. Just speaking of um, <laughs> the more practical, the household item, the better. The like, the less sexy, the better. Also, though, I love the moment where she's cutting with the razor. She's cutting out the the dress with the razor, and then so the payoff moment at the very end is she she's like, oh Ricky, do you, do. You, do you forgive me for everything even the rug and he's like oh about what's this about rug? the rug yeah and she goes over and pulls up the uh she has cut accidentally because she was bearing down so hard with her razor blade she's cut right through the pattern and the fabric and cut out a dress shape of the rug yeah it's just a great it's just i a love funny in cap i loved it oh man okay so yeah so the pattern we're just assuming that she just whipped that up I mean, it does make sense that she didn't borrow it from anybody because she tells Lu- she tells Ethel to leave. Like, she, she really wants to do all this on her own. Yeah. So then let's move on to her next issue, which is her utter lack of experience. Mm-hmm. And, like, all I want to say about this is, like, if you've never done a thing before, you can't see the signs that it's going wrong. Oh. You don't recognize when things are happening that aren't. Right.
0: Liza has had a couple of good quotes in her life, and I'm going to go ahead and add that <laughs> one
1: to the list. If you've never done a thing before, you can't see when it's going wrong. Yeah. Like, it, this whole situation reminded me a lot of there's a Friends episode or Rachel, like, they're making Thanksgiving dinner and Rachel's making a dessert. And somehow the page turns while she's not looking. And so she's making a trifle and she's layering, like cake and cream and strawberries and then she comes back to the page and is like oh ground beef okay and like ladies and then like oh peas okay okay <laughs> and like She's never made a dessert before, yeah. so she can't tell that
0: that's not right. Well, it's just this idea of also, too, when I think we were talking about with something else, when uh, an outsider comes in and fixes something, mm. you know, just this idea that like if you have a clean slate background in that area, then you're automatically going to like bring some sort of like brilliant novice yeah. expertise to it. And actually, no, you're just going to fuck it up. Yeah, it makes no sense that not knowing anything would be better than knowing some stuff and maybe have <laughs> made mistakes in the past. Yeah, it's like it politicians. Is, like that's
1: like a really prevailing idea in our culture yes. that if you... you... you know zero you'll do it well yeah (laughs) it's like no no it's obviously that's not true that's the opposite of true like
0: whatever right and I always think this too it's like the things that I am like highly skilled at and know a lot about like the more you know the more you know you don't know about a thing and Mm -hmm. so you're kind of like oh there's like nuances and weird details and stuff and like somebody coming in being like oh and if they do get it right it's just luck yeah. And it's never going to happen again.
1: <laughs> but they don't usually get it right. Yeah. Or maybe it's such good luck that it, that it sparks their interest and they will continue and they'll learn more about this. And then someday be like, wow, how did I pull that off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. The
0: the blind confidence to just dive into something that you're totally unprepared for is both admirable and horrifying. And, yeah.
1: And um, I, I do love that she's multitasking. She's got her permanent in her curlers with her kerchief. Yeah. While she's setting Which up her rental machine. Looks great, by Setting the way. out her dress and just making it. I always love the, cur- the curlers with the kerchief look. I think it just kind of looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever
0: worn curlers? I like slept in curlers once and it was the worst, most painful mm, thing. Like you probably just didn't sleep. Yeah. And that's when I was like, Be- beauty is, not- I'm going to just go with it. I got here.
1: Yeah. I don't know how that was a regular thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, her utter lack of experience. That's one of her big issues because she doesn't know that something's going wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I w- went to, like, does the money make sense? She needs to make $299. She needs to make $300, which I looked up Um, in our, our Vogue. I have a Vogue magazine here in front of us. It is from 1952. At that time, Vogue would put prices. All the ads have prices, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. So I looked at a bunch of prices of dresses. A, a lot of the prices in here would be, like, you know, here's a pretty simple dress for $45. Do you want to take a crack at how much $45 is now? Ooh, that's expensive. Horrifying.
0: <laughs> is that like $500? Yes. Oh my God.
1: You're good at this. It's $503. <laughs> there was another dress that looked really pretty and was $150. And I was like, oh, because that's their rent. Like, keep that in mind too. Yeah. I've opened this to uh, this one page, this swirl ad, because, you know, for a minute there, I was like, okay. But these are Vogue prices. Mm-hmm. Maybe she does not shop out of Vogue magazine. Maybe uh, she's shopping somewhere else. However, on page 112 of this Vogue magazine, I have found an ad for a dress that Ethel wears, not in this episode, but in later episodes. Wow. It's a dark color dress and then these white arrows make a sort of a square keyhole of the neckline. It's very cool looking. Uh, it's advertised as being $9. Do you know how much that is? Well, $9 would probably be, what, like $80 or something? It's 100 bucks, And, like, Ethel, like, her whole vibe is she's wearing cotton house dresses around the house. Yeah. She's not dressed up to go to the theater here. She's just at home yeah. kind of shuffling around. So, like, yeah, you can find pictures of Ethel wearing this exact dress. It's really cool. Because um, that's something that, like, a costume designer would do is you're designing some dresses that are built specifically for the characters but you also want them to be in modern recognizable clothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean like so nine dollars would be a hundred and something now. Yeah. So
1: like imagine like what would Ethel wear now? Like sweatpants? Yeah. Not a hundred dollars worth of dress. With like a juicy across the bottom? No. (laughs) The other thing with this is um, patterns are really difficult to use. So if you have never used one before and your first try is to make a fancy dress to wear to the club. Like she's not making a house dress. She's making a dress to wear to the club. Honestly, every time I've opened a
0: pattern, I've just thought to myself, this is not for me and just yeah. walked away.
1: I mean, um I didn't learn how to make anything from a commercial pattern until uh like well after I graduated and well after I'd been working professionally and I've only I only learned how to do it just for fun for myself. Mm. Because there there's such a different skill set. And when I was at School of the Arts, um, I transferred in as a sophomore, but all the freshmen, at least back when I was there, um, they have to spend a semester in each department. Mm -hmm. So like, even if you're there to do like, to learn costumes, you go and you work in the scene shop, you go and you work in the uh, lighting department, like you you work in all the different departments. And so all the kids would have to come and spend their their semester in the costume shop. And one of the things they do is they would go to, to the local fabric store and they had to each buy a pattern for a, sh- a shirt. It was a specific pattern. They had to buy this pattern and um, the right amount of fabric for it. You could pick your own fabric. They, the teacher really encouraged them, like, make this be fun for you. Yeah. So you could buy wild. whatever fabric you want. Yeah. The school is buying it. The school is buying your pattern. You need to learn how to do a pattern. Take it from nothing to finished product. Wow. Yeah. So, like, all the freshmen would do this. And... Um, <laughs> Because I transferred in, I missed that entirely. Just sort of in my own spare time, I later was like, okay, you know, what's cool is vintage patterns. I'm going to like start messing around with these.
0: So you never in school were taught how to make something from a pattern?
1: No, because in school you are taught to make custom-made patterns. You are making a pattern for a specific actor. You don't go anywhere near commercial patterns because those are for a generalized body type, not for the actor who is standing in front of you who needs to be on stage. Wow. So you're, like,
0: given the measurements of an actor. And you ben, take and them. You take those. Oh, you're that's not given right. them. You take that's them. That's right, because Liza's measuring stories are some of my favorite. <laughs> the one that I love the most, and I was actually telling Kristen this because I have a friend who looks like Kate Blanchett. You went to fit Kate Blanchett for some movie, and she came down the stairs, and you told me that she glided down the stairs, almost like she didn't have any feet, and she was <laughs> glowing. Her skin was so beautiful. She was, like, this ethereal angel, and you were, like, in person, she is just exactly... Oh, yeah. How she is on camera, just, like, the most stunning. And I think
1: about that all the time, every time I see her. And I was just like, oh, she can't do any other job. She is too beautiful. This is amazing. (laughs) You're like, she's an... (laughs) Yeah. Like, you you know, you kind of think to yourself, like... With a team behind you, anybody can be made beautiful enough to be on a TV show. And then, like, I see this sort of thing, and I'm like, Oh no, no! You could not picture them working any other job because they're just too beautiful. Right? Can you just imagine her just
0: like walking into a job and being like, Okay, I'm here. Let's let's get started. Can you imagine like if
1: you're at the DMV and there was Kate Blanchett. And- <laughs> You, you wouldn't be able to fill out your paperwork. You'd be so distracted. Yeah, You'd like,
0: "Can you be my license photo?"
1: And I'll just yeah. and I'll I'll show you as my license photo. Can I just put your stand here? You're gonna be me. Can you imagine the disappointment of like people looking at your license and then looking at you and being like, "Whoa,
0: <laughs> Licensed registration." You're just like here, and it's Kate Blanchett. And then they're like, "I'm sorry. Can you take your glasses off?" Oh, can you can you take your face off? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yeah. Um, so, but we were talking about pattern making, custom pattern making specific to them. So that is what you learned how to do. Yeah. So like, yeah, it,
1: when you go to costume school, you don't, you, you don't learn how to do a commercial, how to use a commercial pattern. I love pattern. that. You just do not touch commercial patterns. You don't go anywhere near Cause them. they these are, they are not useful. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's useful? I mean, it's because they would slow you down. It's fastest to start with the right measurements. Mm, okay. Make yeah. the exact right pattern and move forward with it now if you are using a a commercial pattern for the first time there's there's like there's so many hurdles i think listener if you have done this before like (laughs) yell out at the radio (laughs) (laughs) so like first you have to measure yourself correctly that means you have to own a measuring tape Mm. You know, you Which, own scissors, but you probably don't even own, own a measuring tape, right? Like, scissors are hard. Actually, I have a measuring tape that's only for furniture. Because I gave it to you? Oh, for furniture. Oh, that might be why people have measuring tapes nowadays. Mm, but you need the floppy ones. You really oh, need a floppy... Oh, you've got the hard, like, I a have a hard construction one, one.
0: But I do have a floppy one, because you once told me to get a sewing kit off the internet, and I did. And then oh, I,
1: yeah. And well, now you've... I've measured, like... Like, I've only really measured yeah. my forehead, so...
0: <laughs> Which it's... you
1: could have probably done with the hard one,
0: too. Yeah, well, I needed a full measuring stick for it, so... <laughs>
1: so you have to measure yourself correctly you have to know where to look on the pattern to see like what size you need to buy so like let's say you've you've measured yourself correctly you bought the right size pattern you've gotten all the way over the fact that your pattern size is like an 18 and in real life you're like a 10. you're not worried about that size is just a number you're beautiful pattern sizes use a different number system and then also you might even be between sizes. Like, you mm. might need to cut out, like, a... Oftentimes, I need to cut out, like, a 16 bust, 18 waist, 20 hip. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, like, let's say you've done everything right, and you've so cut that, it out so right. So, that means
0: you're kind of shaped like this.
1: According to the world of patterns, <laughs> yes. But, like, well, you Mine, mine would be, like, 16,
0: 18, 40.
1: Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but like like you got it you put it together everything's right you put it you put the garment on your body and it's four inches too big in the bust oh god because they do this thing called um adding wearing ease mm. and unless you have sewn a pattern before you don't know to check that to see like okay how much did they add everywhere uh, because like when you wear clothing you want it to be a little bit bigger than your body like a leotard would have negative ease because mm-hmm. you want it to be smaller than you want it to stretch on your body. Right. But, like, um, like my sweater probably has, like, half an inch ease in yeah. the bust. Because I, I don't want it to be that much bigger than my body. Right. And, like, your plaid shirt you're wearing might have, like, an inch or an inch and a half of wearing ease. Because, like, also, you don't want to swim in it. Right. But I do want to look like you I You don't just want it to be giant on you flapping around. Went to a Nirvana concert. You want to look cute. <laughs> right? So, but if you go to the trouble of making a dress and you put it on and it's four inches too big in the bust... I mean, what do you think? Your is life is over. Do you
0: think it's, the end? <laughs> yeah, it's the end, especially if your prom is the next day. Yeah, but or you're
1: going to a party at a the big club. Party. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, what do you think is easier, custom pattern making or making from a commercial pattern and then reducing and then altering it?
1: Either one has a big learning curve, and yeah. you just decide which one you're willing to do. the The advantage of commercial patterns is that they're available everywhere, and you can just buy them. You don't need equipment. Um, to make a custom pattern you do need things like a dress form, a cutting table. If you are not interested in learning those steps, you could just get a commercial pattern, cut it out on your floor. (laughs) If you're not interested in that, just fucking hang up.
0: (laughs) We're out you're out of here.
1: (laughs) So yeah, it's like all all of these things involve a learning curve. That sounds so hard, Liza. One of them involves fewer materials on the front end, yeah. More fiddly customization on the back end i mean it's know just it's like gonna work at the end yeah see i
0: would want to get to the what i thought was the end and then be like oh i have to cut this up again and change it because it doesn't look right on my yeah, body that would
1: be such a nice i mean yeah. that's that's having to fix your own mistakes in anything sucks mm. whether it's like you know i don't like to do alterations on things that i've made
0: yeah rather it's clothing or like your dmv application it's just because <laughs>
1: you're you were so distracted because <laughs> kate Blanchett was there and she was so beautiful she refused to pose for your license photo she was just smiling and looking angelic and you're like i can't look at you because i'm filling out my name wrong
0: you're like how do you look like that doing this job
1: like the part where it says name you're just like i love kate <laughs> all right so yeah if it's your first time using a pattern you really might end up with a dress like lucy's because it's a lot I feel like she did pretty well for it
0: being her first time using not not anything she's doing because it does fit her body. It just looks awful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's wrap up. Could she sew it? Wait, could she? (laughs) Let me see. What do I think about this? Could she sew it? I don't even think we've gotten to talk about the dress. Okay, so the dress is about calf length. It's got long sleeves. It's fairly fitted through the body. It's got shoulder darts down to the bust and then waist darts that go up toward the bust. for for fitting. Mm -hmm. And it's got this collar that's a rounded, large, sort of Peter Pan style, but sort of oversized. And the collar has a frill of, it looks like tulle, um, but a very soft, sheer, something, a trim that's pleated that's all around the edge of the collar. Just doing that pleating would take you an hour or two. Mm. Maybe it's a purchase trim. Again, that goes towards she's buying stuff to do this thing that's supposed to save money. More money out the door. Time wise, um, it's also, it is, I think it has a zipper down the front. And so, five hours. Or like a seam or something. I think it's a concealed zipper because there's definitely no zipper in the back. Oh, that's kind of. It could be a zipper at the side, but the way that it was so thick in the front, I think it zipped up the front, but had like a concealed zipper placket. And that zipper was probably supposed to be in the back? I wonder if people in
0: the 50s were laughing because they thought it was in the front and that was, like, something that we might have missed. Oh, like
1: it was also backwards? Yeah. (laughs) All of the seams are tucked up on themselves. So, like, the side seam is tucked up of the skirt so that the center front drags off to the side. And the sleeves are unequal. And I I even kind of wondered if it was almost like like a Rachel making the recipe in the page turn moment. Cause the sleeves don't seem to match and when you cut out a pattern you have the fabric folded and so you're cutting the sleeves at the same time so they're identical right and these sleeves are not identical so I'm like did she walk away from it and then come back and accidentally cut something different <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny yeah every single part of this dress is uh like the seams are, are all puckered like the tension is funny on the machine which is certainly possible if you've never used a machine before yeah it's so like it's all tucked up on itself it's all like it got folded under the machine, under the needle, and she didn't notice and was just sewing through it. Everything's uneven. So um, just making a dress in five hours, like cutting it out all the way through finishing it, including a collar with a pleated frill and a zipper, that's really fast work. Mm -mm. I don't think she had enough time. Mm -mm. She didn't have time to do a good job. (laughs) She also didn't have (laughs) enough time to do a bad job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's move on to uh, would she sew this? And I think, yes, because she loves a wacky project that distracts from the actual problem at hand. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she would because she thought she could, because
0: she's no expert, but she's going to come in and and save her own day. It's true. She does have that absolute confidence of, like, well, yeah, let's do it. It's a bobbin. Let's take a it's crack. It's bobbin at up it. and down. Here yeah. we go. I'm
1: going to bob this, <laughs> this needle right through this thread. I can figure this out. Bob this <laughs> fabric right on under here. See what happens. Yeah. But when we get into should she sew it? I would say no because it doesn't nearly save the amount of money or time or time time is money bro what she really should have done is just worn one of her dresses that she already owns just so many great dresses yeah she doesn't need to have a new dress the hair thing if she is used to getting her hair styled at the salon i mean she should just keep doing that that's a regular expense at the she time. also could have done the perm
0: accurately and had it be great she just could have just taken it off after 20 minutes. I mean, clearly, like, a home perm was probably, like, $1, so that could have saved her
1: Yeah, money, but... although now that she's done it wrong, I don't think she can do it right again, or her hair will for sure break. Right, but if she hadn't done it wrong, if she had done it right, well, it would have been. Well, but also, with, if she had done the dress right. Yeah, basically, if she had to do anything, <laughs> this this show would not have even happened, so. Yeah. The whole thing with, like, feeding Ricky the tiny breakfast is obviously just silliness, because she's... I think she makes a genuine effort at her other things, but, like, with the breakfast, it's clear that she's trying to show him, like, uh, you're trying to punish me, I'll punish you. Yeah, and also,
0: like, (laughs) takes two to spend money here, and, like, I spend money to feed you. Yeah. And use some money to make yourself look good. And I like to look good. And yeah. also the
1: way I look reflects on you. Yeah. So, so you better buy me a pretty dress. <laughs> and you better let me keep this furniture. Let me get my hair done. <laughs> and
0: all the things that I do anyway. I'm just gonna keep on doing them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is like
0: just that whole idea of like how hard can it be as an attitude towards oh, everything? Yeah. Just You're how like, hard can it be? I can do this. Normal people do
1: this. Yeah. Okay, Megan, it's time for our lightning round of could, would, and should Lucy sew this terrible dress, (laughs) but first, just to spread the Lucy and Ethel BFF vibes in the world, here's another podcast I like. It's called LA Meekly, and I like it because, uh, the two dudes that do this show clearly love each other, and that's what I want in a podcast. For example, that's why we work so well, don't we, Megan? Because I love you, Oh my god, I love you Are you gonna cry? (laughs) Are you gonna cry? You can cry. <laughs> okay. Plus, La Meekly is all LA history and info and um, themes ranging from ghosts to donuts, and that's really fun.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna start crying again.
1: Uh, no, those tears are gonna shoot right back up in your head. Ugh. Okay. Okay, Megan and me. Could she sew this dress? No. no. Would she sew this dress? Yes. yes. But should she sew this dress? No. No.
0: no. It makes no logical sense. It makes no sense. Even within the the realm of the, especially within the realm of the story. Especially.
1: Okay, well, that solves that. Uh, Listener, would you like to see pictures, suggest a movie, or leave a five-star review? Well, that's super, because we have an Instagram, an email, and a place where you can leave reviews. (laughs) I love how you say, well, that's super. (laughs) That was adorable. Well, that's super.
0: We've got answers for you.
1: Megan, say hi to our listener in Wellington. Hi, Wellington.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, I know
1: who our listener in Wellington, New Zealand
0: is. Oh, my gosh. Hi. <laughs> yes. <gasps> that is
1: so sweet. All right. And I'll say hi to our listener in Houston. Hi, Houston. Hi, Houston. All right. Bye, Megan. <laughs> bye, Eliza. Thank you for listening to There's No Thread. Keep it threaded. The end. All right. Awesome. Okay. For real. You know. Excellent. Nice. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I'm I, not sure I understand. I, no. No. Thank you. You're fine. Again or? No. That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>